So you're planning on leveraging your home to tap into your equity, but you're not sure if you should go with a HELOC, also known as a home equity line of credit, or if you should do a cash out refinance. We're gonna go over the two and really determine what your strategy is for each one and what would be best fit for you. So Brandon, why don't you take it away and we'll start off with the home equity line of credit. Sure thing. So home equity line of credit, essentially what it is, is you're taking the equity in your home and you're tying a line of credit to that property itself. So let's say you have a $400,000 mortgage and then you wanna set up a line of credit to your home for an additional $100,000. You're only paying interest on that $100,000 if you borrow against it. Beyond that, you're just paying the fixed portion of the 400,000. Now, advantages of this is that money is readily available to you should you wish to do an investment like an investment property or you see some other opportunity where it makes sense to leverage that equity in the home. The payments are also interest only, so that can make the budget quite nice as well, and it can be written off against your taxes. The downside to home equity line of credits right now is they're based on the prime rate, and prime currently is 7.2%. So depending on your lender, most home equity line of credits come in at about prime plus 0.5, so you're borrowing at a rate of 7.7%. So depending on your investment, you want to weigh out whether that makes sense for you and whether that's the right opportunity at this time. The alternative at this point would be the cash out refinance. And Tom, I'll let you walk everyone through that. Yeah. So the really easy way to define both of them is line of credit is higher interest rate than the cash out refinance, but you can pay it off at any point, simple interest payments. Whereas the cash out refinance is going to have that lower rate. So that's the main benefit of the cash out refi. And you can term that into an actual mortgage. Like that's what it is. It's an actual mortgage payment. It's termed out to a certain amortization, which we can dive into the different types of amortizations we can go with. But that's the main difference, lower interest rate. And you're doing the same type of operation to your mortgage like you're tapping into the equity except you're just going to have that in the form of a mortgage component so with some of them depending on the lender you can have that all encompassed into one big mortgage so let's say i have a 500k mortgage right now and i want to tap into an extra 100k in my home i can either encompass that into one total mortgage of 600k or i can have that within two separate mortgages, a 500K and 100K. It depends on the lender, depends on what type is best for you, but we won't go into the details on that, but that's really the main differences between the two. The downsides to the refinance is you can't pay it off whenever you want. Like You have your prepayment privileges where you can knock down the mortgage, but you can't pay it off in full until you either do it on your renewal date or until you actually hit the end of your mortgage life. Exactly. And important thing to note here is both of these strategies, you need to have some equity in the home. If you've gone in with the minimum down payment of 5%, this is not something that you're going to have at the gates. You can go up to 80% loan to value on the property itself. So if the property is worth 500000 you can borrow up to 400000 in the combination of these two products. So really, it's important to kind of figure out if you can do it first, and then from there, what's your goal? Is it investing in something like a rental property or buying some stocks that you think the dividend is going to outpace or the return there is going to outpace the cost? Are you looking for emergency funds, gifting kids? So all of these scenarios, Tom, why don't we walk through a few of them and just kind of go, what would you consider a few of these different roles? So if I were investing in a rental property and I was taking out some money from my current primary residence to have that in the form of a down payment for the rental property. 
Me personally, I would typically keep that in as a refinance versus a line of credit. The reason being is because I know that's long-term debt. Whenever I have debt that's sitting there long-term, I would prefer to have a lower interest rate and have that sit longer versus having a line of credit where you're having that higher interest rate. So it really depends on like one's personal preferences. But typically speaking, general guideline is the longer the debt, the longer the term to pay it off, you should have one of a refinance versus line of credit. So investing in a property, that would be a refi. Why don't you take us for another example for line of credit? Yeah, so I'll just give an example before we jump into that. I just did one for a client recently and I showed him the two scenarios, one being putting it on the home equity line of credit and one being just doing the cash out refinance. The intention is to buy an investment property. And he had a concern about adding to his overall mortgage. And I was like, okay, think long-term play for this. Are you looking to sell this rental property in the next couple of years? No, you're looking to hold this and it's a long-term asset. So might as well take the lower interest rate. We were able to get it 2% lower versus putting it on the home equity line of credit. Yes, it's interest only payments, but you're not actually paying down any of that principal and you're at 7.7%. So there's quite a bit of savings in there. Take an honest thought. Like if he was doing a fix and flip, I would say put it on the HELOC. Yeah. But when it's a long-term strategy and you're a buy and hold, then you want to fix it for a little bit longer. Home equity line of credit, a great option for people for that emergency fund, okay? Because... If you don't use it, you don't pay anything. So you could set up this vehicle that's $100,000 sitting there in case you need to get a new car, your spouse gets ill and can't work and you don't have insurance coverage, whatever it might be, you can have that $100,000 safety net and you know it's secured to your home. It's readily available to you. Just hop online and access it. And it's there and it's 7.7% right now. Rates come down, it's going to decrease as well there in that respect. But, you know, it's not the end of the world if you have to make some interest-only payments. It's unlikely to push you over the brink. Yeah, and that's something we do for our clients all the time is we'll set them up with a mortgage that has the ability to have that built-in line of credit. Even if you have 20% down and you want to start that off as a $0 line of credit, we have some cool features with some of our products where we can... As you pay down the mortgage, let's say your mortgage payment is $1,000 a month that goes towards principal, that's going to increase the line of credit limit and you don't have to use it. It's just going to increase the limit. It's there for you for emergency funds or if you wanted to pull from it in the future for investments. We always set that up. And anything else you want to add to that, Brandon? Yeah, I really love that feature myself. I did that on my own mortgage. And then how I utilized it is I use my prepayment privileges, so directly towards my principal. And then I now have that room on a line of credit as well. So I have that bit of a buffer in there. And it's just built in using everything to pay down the mortgage quickly, but also leveraging the asset of the property itself. Yeah, exactly. So for a lot of Canadians, gifting funds to their children is the only way that those kids are going to be able to get a home. We see it every day where parents are saying, you know what, I'm not going to make you wait until I'm 120 for you to access some of the money I've earned. I'm going to give it to you now so that you can get a jump start on building the life you want to have. So parents gifting that funds a lot of the times will wonder, should I do this for my home equity line of credit? Or should I do this from a cash out refinance if they don't have the cash on hand? And I would say in this case, we've already kind of touched on this, but use the cash out refinance, especially if you can time it with renewal, because the interest rate is going to be lower and this is a gift. It's not something you're going to expect that money to come back from. And you don't want to put it on the HELOC where it's going to sit there just making interest only payments because then ultimately at the end of your day, 
your kid has now paid 7.7% on those funds by the time they inherited it, compounded over time. That's exactly it. I would agree with that. In my opinion, that would be a cash out refi versus line of credit. But with that being said, everyone's situation is different. So if you're there listening, watching, and you have questions for your specific situation, please reach out to us. We go through everything and go over your future goals and we really tailor fit your mortgage to your needs. So to summarize this video, we went over the line of credit. So home equity line of credit. And basically to summarize that, it's best for short-term use, cash out refi, best for long-term use. And again, please like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon on this video if you want to get more videos like this in the future so you get notified on the next one. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.